Well, it seems like my friends are muted to start the show. Welcome to the All Pro Jaffos, and I'm just going to hijack the whole thing from the rip. I don't know why I was muted. Hold on. You see, that's what just happens. What is going I, just, on now? I come in and I throw a wrench into the whole thing, but I'm obviously. Uh oh. We're starting again. Uh-oh. No, we're not. No. See, for some reason, I can. Uh oh. This might be on my end. See, I'm used to live TV, so Country K, we'll just start this show off. And I think no better place to start than uh, breaking news. Jay's computer is acting up. Your thoughts, Country K? <clears throat> um. So, yeah, this is a... Uh, ah, there we go. Yeah, it was my end. Yeah. Good, good thing to know that now my phone is even starting to fuck up. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. All Pro Joppa starting off real fucking hot this one. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. How the Elevated Sports Talk for the How the Elevated Sports fan. I'm your host, JP. Let me get all this shit set. There we go. Right there. Hey, yo. And as always, the 610 Beast from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. Konnichiwa, people. Yeah, and joining us nice and early because we got a whole lot of shit to talk about. And we can bounce around from college and anything else with this guy because we all know how much he can talk. Ladies and gentlemen, from Corey Hammond. What's up, Corey? What's going on, gentlemen? Uh, First things first, I have to address it. Um, Kay, you haven't seen the Thick Boy Season shirt that I just saw. Um, I am going to send that to you. because once again i can't get this goddamn image out of my head and my um, wife uh created that out of scratch so that we own the uh image there so if you want to show whether on twitter or later or uh, attached to the show notes it's uh it's an image for sure yep i just sent it to the to the group chats okay he's gonna see that you know the, yeah. the they say the greatest art is is impactful immediately, and as soon as you see this country, K, you will have, I'm very sure, a very guttural reaction. <laughs> to you might even want to actually buy the thing, which is coming soon to the a7fl.com merch show, and, and I'll check out the three of us right here. What do you think, Country K? Can I uh, can I put you can I put you down in the new year for a uh, thick boy Matt Ryan? thick boy season shirt i actually yeah i would get one of those that's actually pretty mm-hmm. solid i would i would wear that the eyebrow is what got me the eyebrow being up is what got now me. if if you're friends with matt ryan on twitter uh that's that's actually his profile pick the the silhouette of it my wife does this kind of art style where she kind of captures the you know the essence of who you are by bl- blotting you out and making it kind of like block art um but that's if you want to check out in the new year. Not right yet, because my wife literally just drew those uh, two days ago. So it takes a little bit of time to get that over to tinyurl.com slash A7FL merch. We were going with the I'll Try, the Thick Boy Season, and the Hus Hus just in the in the letters, which is still, you know, fans enjoy. But like you said, Country K, that... You don't even need a salesman for a, a product of that quality. That's all I'll say. And shout yeah. out to my beautiful wife at Jess Ham Tattoos. She's 
uh, a good follow on Instagram, great artist, and she's a tattoo artist. So um, even if you don't live in Jersey and you can't get her actual ink, you can, uh, you know, just check out her tattoos and tell your local artist to try to copy it. Matt Ryan might need to get that tattoo. She said, "My wife somewhere. said, uh, my wife was upset that I said that. I thought that would be uh, flattering, but maybe not. So don't do that. <laughs> Just like and and share her Instagram because we'll, we'll social have... media is is the validation we're all looking for in life. <laughs> we need to have Matt Ryan tattoo that somewhere on his body. Uh, yeah, you know, I, there's a couple of bets going in the A7FL, and uh, the one is with me. It's an inside joke between uh, myself and the team, the Patterson U. Um, I'll give you the, the real quick story, guys. Uh, after a loss in which not only did they beat us very badly, you guys know you, right? They're one of the dominant teams. Um, and uh, in a poor showing of myself, my team, and they actually on a uh, – uh, a quarterback pressure because I did get the ball away. Um, chill out Duke, number 15, one of their defensive linemen. He actually ripped uh, the seat of my pants, which was uh, fun to play with for the rest of the game. Um, luckily, I had, uh, you know, undergarments to protect uh, the viewers at home. But after that game, uh, we were, uh, let's say, hanging out. And uh, I don't know what this, uh, this acronym means to you guys, but ENJ. Um, was involved and I accidentally dropped the bottle. So it's just an inside joke. And uh, this year, when the Schnow tribe go head to head against the U, if I win, the manager of the uh, U, Ryan Shamar, has to do a current TikTok dance, the, the more scandalous, the better, um, wearing the Schnow tribe, the wearing the Schnow tribe uniform. <laughs> Um, but if I lose, which is kind of like what Vegas would probably favorite at this point, I've, I, you know, like I said to a lot of people recently, I'm, I'm down from the championship from two thirty to one ninety eight. You already know. Um, so what Vegas doesn't know, can't change the line, but you know, the, the favorite is the U guys, if they beat me, I have to take a team picture with them as they pour out that same said <laughs> acronym. E and J um, <laughs> on top of my losing head, if that comes to fruition. So, um, you know, if, if Matt gets involved in a bet and he's got to get a tat, what better tat than uh, his uh, NIL, right? I guess not his name. I guess it was his, be his phrase, image, and likeness. Um, I think that would be perfect. He would have to get it on his left ass cheek, too. I think that that's uh... – that's that's a a guarantee of something. Well, as my time. wife is a tattoo artist, I will guarantee you she is not volunteering for that one. Um, <laughs> not going anywhere near Matt Ryan's ass cheek. I get it. I mean, I it. it's just a no ass cheek policy. I think uh, <laughs> you know you want to get a tat on the ass. That's cool. Um, it ain't gonna be her. <laughs> normally, you're gonna well. Normally, you're gonna probably go to the the non married person. Um, <laughs> And uh, a guy is very rarely going to have another guy tat their ass. But, you know, uh, tattoo culture yeah. is a, a, a thing that we don't always understand or try to comprehend. But we just go along with it because it is cool. So is that considered a champ stamp at that point? I think I think uh, it has to be I think the, the ass tat is I think the ass tat is just a full ass tat. And then ass tats usually fall into two categories. Jokes. 
um, or mistakes. So, I mean, you know, or both. I mean, at least a joke as a mistake, um, a joke as a mistake, I think you can continue to live with. I don't know what other. Jess, what's what's the most recent ass that you've seen? It would be worse (laughs) if it showed up on his lower back than it would on his ass cheek. A lower back tat on a dude. Um, that is a of, that, of is, a, him, that is a power move that I don't even think I'm comfortable with. And I'm very of, of himself. It's saying thick boy season. Jay, would you ever get? Would you get the tattoo in Waterboy of Roy Orbison that uh that Fonzie got on his ass in Waterboy? No, they're all mistakes. Um, <laughs> they're all mistakes. Even the even the pretend ones in fiction, they're they're mistakes. So. <clears throat> and my wife's right here. What what was the most recent ass tattoo you saw? Some oh no. Maybe fitting for the show, a pot leaf with a bunch of script words. And she didn't do the tat, so she wasn't um interested in reading the sentence. Um but unless oh, it was Lord. just a really shitty job by the tattoo artist, and she works at the Rorschach Gallery. Excuse me, it's not a tattoo shop, it's an art studio. So wait, wait, wait! Um, it's glaring you said, at me. You said a pot. You said a, a, a weed leaf and a and scripture? script. Script words. Uh, it could be scripture. I mean, you know, uh, people that get tattoos are are uh, a different I, type of people. So, I, I mean, think if you're going to get the word of God tattooed on you, your ass cheek next to a weed leaf probably isn't the best combination. Well, it comes from it. It comes from the book of Snoop. Uh, uh, chapter, okay. <laughs> uh, book four, chapter 20, uh, uh, 20 excuse me. Since thou God, thou createth yeah. this plant, thou shall smoketh it. And and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's directly from the Bible, you know, the King James Version. I don't, somewhere. I don't think it has it's got to be somewhere in there. Snoop. Um, well, you're going to fuck around and find out, right, Country <laughs> K? Um, I know, honest, you don't have to change it back. No, no, it's fine. I, um, I honestly... I heard it was from the uh the Sir Brodick's version of the Bible, not the King James. Oh, there you go. I mean, it, you know, and, yeah. and and some of the some of the stuff that they cut out, I think, was was real vital to uh, you know, Jesus's message. But you know, it just didn't fit with the brand that the uh, Catholic Church was going for when they were uh, going on their inquisitions and and murdering uh, you know millions uh, in the name of that same Savior. You know, you know the the whole the whole you know peace on earth and here's some you know random chronic to roll up in parchment because that's what I think they called paper back then. Uh, you know, it, 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 it fits now, I guess, if you look at the whole, you know, Jesus, you know, no, you know, sandals walking around long hair, kind of hippie vibe that we've turned, uh, you know, the Arab Jesus into the, you know, the white blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus. Um, but I think we're going down a rabbit hole that we probably should avoid unless you guys, um, oh, me, I'm, I'm are, are fully, actually I'm stoking me into more Catholic church. I, I'm, I remember I'm one of the first anybody that's what i'm saying yeah you going right down josh's alley i was definitely going to take a back seat to this one and stare motherfuckly at this conversation all right merry christmas by the way episode of logical sense merry christmas it's jesus's birthday um for all the giving just remember that it's representative by the three kings that gave frankincense myrrh and then they always leave gold like it's like an afterthought. But the frankincense and myrrh are like just for what you you make a dead person not smell bad. And then somebody was like, well, how how, how some riches? And they're like, oh, just... uh, it was I mean, I heavy. think it's disrespectful. We celebrate somebody's birthday five months after it was already happening. 
I mean, <laughs> we had to make it fit the we had to make it fit the uh, Gregarian calendar, Country K. But I I didn't study that's, enough history to really know anything other than just uh, you know speculation at this point. Oh, Gregarian. Yeah. I feel like sports should be the topic now, guys. How about you? <laughs> Well, it's gonna take it's gonna take some kind of a biblical miracle to save the Jets from their mess, huh? <laughs> oh, Ooh. great transition! As if as if as if people wouldn't have learned from Calvin Ridley's situation. Miles Austin, former Dallas Cowboy, former Cleveland Brown, now former former Monmouth University grad. That's that's in Jersey. That's why he's local. And now a wide receiver. Well. Not anymore for at least a year. The wide receivers coach for the New York Jets has been suspended for one year for violating the NFL's gambling policy. Uh, yep. It has not been confirmed whether or not uh, he bet a game, but uh, of whether he did bet on NFL games, didn't bet on NFL games, he's not supposed to be betting. Now, at this point, Corey, especially it being the Jets, is anything like this surprising to you? I mean, when you hear guys get in trouble for betting and they're in the NFL, it, 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 it's weird because it's, it's a really avoidable thing. Um, the, the NFL makes it very clear, um, just don't gamble at all. So, I mean... Uh, you know, we don't know the specifics. We don't know if he went to AC and was just, you know, betting on roulette. We don't know if he was at a racetrack and betting on horses. So the actual, you know, scandalous nature of what he was doing, you know, we don't know. You know, we allowed Michael Jordan to do whatever he wanted. And we know he wasn't really betting on basketball, but, uh, you know, nobody cared that Michael Jordan, you know, <laughs> We don't care how we spent the hours uh, between 12.30 a.m. to usually about, you know, 6.45 p.m. the next day. Um, and you know, the, the hours of 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and 4 a.m. exist in those hours. So we really didn't care about what Michael Jordan was doing because there was no social media and we didn't really um, bother our athletes with, about personal lives as much as we do in 2022. My the bad. you showcased up. all of his gambling problems, uh, everything that he had going on with him. If you don't know what the hell we're talking about about Michael Jordan, go watch The Last Dance. The dude was essentially a compulsive gambler. He's competitive. Uh, I he's think very uh, competitive. Yes, I'll give him. I that, would but... say, uh, I would say the the kind of uh, insanity it takes to create the most competitive human being of all time in you know a, a world of sports where pretty much everybody that's successful is competitive. Um, uh, not surprising that when he's just sitting still somewhere, he wants to make it a, uh, a, a high stakes situation that he can win and then sometimes loses and probably gets pissed because he's not as elite a gambler or golfer <laughs> or baseball player, um, that he was a, uh, a basketball player, but miles, uh, miles Austin was actually doing a pretty decent job with some of those young jets wide receivers. I mean, you know, even integrating, uh, you know, uh, Davis in uh, last year and, you know, bringing in Garrett Wilson in. Uh, I mean, 
we could talk about uh what's his name eli moore um under the you know the quarterback play of mike white actually being a player and when uh he was uh in games with zach wilson he it was like he was a a, a ghost and i don't mean the a7fl team from orlando um people people were have been talking about bust in the nfl and i just want to make this clear i saw a stat today um in the first 22 starts between zach wilson and lamar uh jamarcus russell same 22 first 22 games he has the same stats as jamarcus russell and you know what a waste of a number two pick Uh, i mean where else could they have gone with that who who else could they have drafted is what you're asking <laughs> well at number two. well when the talk was when the talk was happening uh you know the the decision at that time was resign or just keep for one year sam darnold right who you know we just pulled off the it's the scooby-doo mean meme excuse me it's the scooby-doo meme we just pulled off zach wilson's mask <laughs> And who he really is is a younger version of Sam Darnold. Um, That's just more of an asshole. Uh, And the talk was is you take that number two pick and you trade back and you get more players, high draft pick players. And, uh, I mean, look at that draft. I think Micah Parsons is a player that could be suiting up for the Jets right now. And, you know, with a defensive coach in Robert Sala, which which is defense with – you know, you know, the young defensive line talent they have is is carrying a team that is is thankful that their sixth round quarterback comes in and just does not ruin the game for them. And if if they were to who have who Mike White? No, I'm just oh, I like, thought you meant uh Oh no, that's what I'm saying. They talking. root for the sixth round draft pick quarterback to come in, not because he's the best quarterback in the league or they, they, they think he's great, I think, but because he doesn't ruin the game. So they celebrate to see him in the huddle. He probably, I bet you Zach Wilson sometimes has a, has a, a difficult time calling plays without the offense coordinator repeating them in his ear. That those are the types of things that, that make you lose faith in your rookie quarterback, not the mistakes. I mean, look at Trevor Lawrence's career so far. They've basically let that kid figure it out on his own because urban Meyer was a coach for his full rookie year. So on his own, no coaching his first full year on his own. And and guess what? He had it. His team believed in him. his organization set him up. And now when we look at who Trevor Lawrence is as a quarterback, everybody to a man is saying, yeah, that's, that's him. He's him. Well, Zach well I mean, he got Dougie P though. Dougie P nurtures Howie talent, does, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Dougie P nurtures talent. I feel like Trevor Lawrence made that big step because of Dougie P. Because if he just I had another that's... mediocre coach or a defensive coach, you'd have been, you probably would regress too. No, I well, think I think the Jaguars getting Doug Peterson as their head coach is probably the smartest move uh, for them that they could have made, especially if you're absolutely. trying to grow. And that's coming from me. I hate the Jaguars. Well, I mean, and, and especially. Since they want to grow Trevor Lawrence into what everybody has predicting he would have been since he was in high school. Everybody's yeah. high school was saying, like, 
this kid. Holy fuck, he might be the next Tom Brady. He might be the next Joe Montana. He might be like the next top arm in the. Well, his first year obviously wasn't great. That's the first time he's lo- he's had a losing season ever. His life, yeah. And now he's slowly getting better. He has a better head coach. They're building around. <laughs> and the Jets and the Jets just choked on a second pick right after that. Because let's be honest, the 49ers aren't looking like they did the best thing that they could have done for their organization in the same draft. Oh, please don't get him started. I've been saying saying this shit forever. Forever. Horrible mistake. And I have said it immediately. As soon as we drafted Brock Purdy as Mr. Irrelevant, I was like, Watch Brock Purdy be a better quarterback than Trey Lance. But let's be fair. You were saying that jokingly. No, no. I wasn't saying that jokingly because I absolutely 100% knew that Trey Lance was not ready. You're coming from an FCS school where you've only played one season. Yeah, granted, you had an undefeated season and everything else like that. But they, based on intangibles based on what you physically look like, the potential of what, oh, man, he could throw the ball a mile. Okay, what does he do under big-time pressure, big-time situations? We don't know yet because he's hurt. You know, Kyle Shanahan, you know, runs him into the fucking dirt first few games. That, you know, and now you have Brock Purdy, who's actually starting to command the offense, and everybody around him is like, Okay, maybe he's got something. And Is he young Jimmy G? He's been proving that he's probably the answer, and they made a mistake. I actually, the situation would know they made a huge mistake by drafting <clears throat> Trey Lance at number three and giving up all of that to go get him. They could have made a better pick at so Shanahan was right. And we've already talked about this, but I just want to rub it in everybody's face in San Francisco, unfortunately, except for my grandfather, who is is a great fan of the Niners. But uh, I'm just going to make sure he doesn't listen to this part. Um, he was actually at the uh, the Dwight Clark catch. He was there. Um, uh, longtime Palo Alto resident, David Hammond, uh, engineer out there, built, built a lot of the buildings you probably walk around. But. Um, you guys still made the playoffs and it just goes to show you that Shanahan was right when he said he wanted to uh, draft who and you guys said that that was the dumbest thing that could have ever happened he wanted to draft Mac and cheese I said that was a bad that was the best pick for the Niners that's I mean and (laughs) if you look at what Brock Purdy is Given where he and you look at what Mac Jones is, Mac Jones is like the best possible version of what Brock, uh, Purdy could be. Period. But um, where um, they got him—that's what I'm saying. We didn't have to give that all that up to even get Mac Jones. <laughs> Waited to that point till eleven or twelve yep. to get. Him. That's where he he fell. We could have gotten him there. Nobody else had those. UB needs the way 
Well, you know that Mac Jones went there, but when what I'm saying is, is when Shanahan first made the news that that that's the guy of these quarterbacks that he said, I think that this guy is the guy that we should go with. Every San Francisco 49er fan thought that, well, that's blasphemous because these other guys have way more potential. And they probably did based on their pro days and the the bra that Trey Lance was wearing for whatever reason, because that's only potential. There's no there's no actual well that's what good decision like, making there. Who made Trey Lance in the conversation for that? Yeah, I understand you had um you had uh god damn it, who Wentz, you're gonna you say Wentz, Carson Wentz? Uh, Justin Fields. They were talking about Justin Fields. They were talking about a little bit of Mac. Who went before? Who was number one? Before? It was Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Wilson, Trey Lance, right? And then yep. after that, it went Justin Fields. And, and then it went Mac, and then it went Justin Fields. Um, And I don't think I would prefer Justin Fields because Justin Fields is the same quarterback as Trey Lance and – um, Zach Wilson, which is he has talent, is not good. I mean, you know, my bad, Justin Fields. You got drafted by the Bears, um, but you also went to Ohio State where they teach you an RPO offense that is not going to help you um, understand the nuances in the NFL. But mm. I mean, but that's um, what I'm looking at comparisons. Yeah, and I'm is. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, right? Chandler Parsons, or not Chandler Parsons, that's a basketball player. Mm. Um, Jones. Oh no, yeah, no, it is Chandler Parsons, the D, the DN monster for the Cowboys. Oh, you're talking about Micah Parsons. Micah, Micah. Parsons. I'm sorry, Micah. Micah Parsons. <clears throat> he was available for no, all of those teams. You, if you would have had Fred Warner and Micah Parsons on the same, uh, the, oh god, the defense would be even better than what. It, I mean, you have the sack leader in the NFL right now, fam. And then we would have had Michael Parsons and Fred Warner. Can you imagine? See, that uh, and at the end of the, the day, and is, at the end of the keeps, day, you're in the playoffs. But the thing is, people keep saying, like y'all saying, add Michael, right? But Michael's only playing like Michael because he plays for the Cowboys. He literally said before draft day, he only wants to go to Dallas. Yes. Yeah, that's like me saying I wouldn't want to play for the Jets and them knocking on my door and being like, "Bro, just save us for the rest of the season. We'll pay you two million. I'd be like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't want to pay for the Jets." Well, that's a different situation. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a different situation. I have no talent. Michael Parsons is one of the best football players on this planet. Um, so I would obviously take the money. Um, but Michael Parsons also, he, you know. I love the A7FL, and we uh, Matt Ryan one time heard him talking about seven on seven. Thought he meant um, A7FL. He was actually talking about uh, like like pass Skelly in uh, practice, which is which is no contact. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Matt offered Micah Parsons to come to our league, I actually quickly said, maybe don't. It's not for you, bro. Um, that would be a nightmare of epic proportions. <clears throat> You're trying to convince him not to go, so that maybe if he if he gets there, yeah, I don't have to retired. convince anybody. I think uh, you know the the uh, amount he gets paid per play would be more than the uh, 
cash prize if if he were w- to win the entire season. So I think I think I'm pretty safe. But just in case, I put my two cents in there because a I always do for most things, and b um, if I got if I got a conversation <laughs> with a famous person, I would be down with it. But uh, how about this for the NFL? Because I don't, you know, I'm going to let you guys do picks and stuff. But I was actually just, uh, you know, just, you know how I do. I'm just trying to, like, you know, tick people off at times. You know, and, I was, and I was playing a football game and there was uh, Ravens and Giants fans there. And I, uh, I really wanted to piss some people off. So um, I said my hot NFL take that I'm that I'm I'm starting to like more and more every week. But uh Guys, you know who Daniel Jones is? Yep, Danny Dimes. <clears throat> Stop saying that. So you mean Lamar Jackson, right? I mean, oh, oh no, no. We can no. call him the white chocolate of football. Stop it, because that's the only thing that everyone's looking at when I say that and says it can't, it can't be. Oh, that's not possible. Now, Lamar Jackson has a different level of athleticism and and escapability and uh, elusiveness in the open field than Daniel Jones. But how about this? On your guys' free time, on your guys' free time, since you hate what I just said, go look at their average yards per rush play. Because Lamar Jackson's average yards per rush on the season also includes the time he scrambles from a design pass in which the defense spreads out more. So if you actually look at the average yards per design called rush play, it's about six and a half, seven for both of them. If you look at their top clocked speed on a football field, you know who's actually got a top clocked speed that's faster than Lamar Jackson? So you mean to tell me right now if Michael ja- or Michael Jackson, if exactly <laughs> if if Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones were to race each other head to head. Daniel Jones would win. I'm saying that clocked by a uh, miles per hour marker on a field. Daniel Jones on that that time he uh, tripped himself up. He was running so fast. <laughs> Turn again, got him again. A different level of athleticism. He's never obviously. he's never ran so fast in his life. His body no, didn't know what to do with it. And, it, was and so neither has Lamar here. Jackson. And neither has Lamar Jackson ever ran that fast in his life. He said Daniel Jones is so fucking scared. That's why he was running so fast. <laughs> but what I will say is that the entirety of both of their careers, it, 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 as far back as youth, Daniel Jones has always been told one thing, and Lamar Jackson has always been told another thing, and neither have to do with their overall skill set. Because if you look at their passing numbers with – Always struggling wide receiving cores. Does that sound similar? Yeah. They're ear, they're eerily similar. And when you bring in what the offense that the Giants are running, which is basically a similar offense that the Bills adopted to to help Josh Allen kind of you know break into the league with some of his running abilities, as well as mix it with the pass. And then you look at what the Giants are doing this year basically with smoke and mirrors, able to beat decent teams in the NFL consistently. Danny Dimes, Lamar Jackson, same dude. Output-wise, at least, at minimum. But if if you told if you told somebody that that just on its face with no facts behind it, 
you would think it was stupid because you look at Daniel Jones and he looks like Eli Manning. Yeah. That guy does not move like, like that guy yeah, does not just... move like Eli Manning. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a Duke athlete. That's the only reason. <laughs> I mean, Duke athletes, Duke, Duke athletes, I feel like I feel like How when, you accept, can you be? <laughs> when you're accepted to Duke, it's almost like nah. you go through this whitewashing process in which like if you if you had long hair, it's cut. If you had tattoos, they're removed. If you usually yeah. wear a stubble, gone. If you had a fake tooth with like a golden here, they fix it. And then all of a sudden now you have to wear uh Ralph Lauren polo for the rest of your life. Um but I bet you Danny Dimes before he was on, he had the do rag and the and he was smoking. He was like, "Yo, Danny Dimes was Joe Burrow, coach." I mean, I, I would, I would argue, I would argue that Joe Burrow, uh, in his time at LSU, developed a little bit of uh, melanin as well. But that's another conversation. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it may be the case. It might have awakened him. But he's, he is from Ohio, and if you've seen him play basketball, I don't know. <laughs> well, let's say he had the card, but when he was in Ohio, we've heard of, we've heard the Dave Chappelle specials talk about what's out there in Ohio. So maybe he just wasn't, you know, he wasn't ingrained in the culture until he was down in Louisiana, and then that's like a culture that that's a culture shock because that's as 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 culturey as you can get down there at times. And uh, uh, he, you know he was always good though. So he went to Cincinnati. He saw motherfuckers like Kenya Martin. <laughs> I mean, Joe uh, Burrow's the guy, bro. Joe I think Burrow's Joe Burrow will bring the, the Bengals a couple of Super Bowls. To and to and to just you know bring DJ Madsticks in the conversation. Did I not tell DJ Madsticks when he said he declared for the Jets that he should have just bought low on the Bengals? Because everybody was hating on the Bengals in the beginning of the year. Everybody thought that they weren't going to make the playoffs, that they weren't good. Oh, you know, they're going to be worse than the Steelers. Man, nope. I tried to tell you. Buy low. Guys. Buy low. Everybody was buying the Jets. Well, I mean, how could you not? They were playing well. Fuck that. I told y'all. How Joe could Burrow. you not? How could you not? They were at that one point. Excuse me. You're asking me how could you not <laughs> trust the Jets? Here we go. Another a legitimate organization, yep. and you, you were wondering out loud, as as a commenter on football that should be respected. You were wondering <laughs> out loud why not the Jets? You definitely said that out loud. <laughs> I, I, by me asking that question, I think addresses it as much as it needs to be addressed. As as stupid as the 49ers <laughs> looked when their third pick quarterback goes out for the season mm-hmm. with injury, mm-hmm. as an organization, John Lynch hired one of the best offensive-minded coaches in the in this era of football. That has taken that has taken a kid named Brock Purdy into the playoffs. <clears throat> Still debatable. I mean, it is definitely debatable. I mean, we're never going to forget twenty-eight-three until he does something different. But or or I mean, he got Jimmy G. He got Jimmy G. Like paid, paid. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he got got Matt Ryan. He got Matt Ryan like a couple of like Matt the same Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan an MVP. I mean, Matt Ryan under 
you know, if he wins that Super Bowl, might be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like Matt Ryan was a quarter and a half away from the Hall of Fame with with Shanahan as his coach. Yeah. I mean, that's and now he's at that's the tail special. end of two of the biggest comebacks in NFL history. I mean, one during yeah. the regular season and one during the Super what they're, Bowl. What they're doing to otherwise great quarterbacks, you know, ex, you know, not you, Carson Wentz. What they're doing to otherwise great quarterbacks in 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 Indianapolis recently, as far back as even Peyton Manning. So it's Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Philip Rivers, and now Matt Ryan. And you could say what you want about those guys, but you know, in their primes, they're better than the guy that's probably on your team right now. Not you, Country K. It's Tom Brady for you. Um, yeah. Now, that's not really – you know, that's, that doesn't mean as much as it used to anymore either, but uh, there's a reason yeah, why this, Todd Bowles, this, a former Jet head coaching hire, um, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Our whole offensive line is injured. Our entire offensive line is injured. I do not care, and it does not affect me. Kind of convention. I mean, they're still in first place or within striking distance. So, I mean, still the saddest thing I've exactly ever. Exactly my. <laughs> so, hey, the, fam, the I Falcons got one question quarter... for you. Yes. One question. One question. Are the Niners first place in NFC West? Yeah, we won the division already. Cool. One question. Are the Bucks in the first place in the NFC South? As of now, yes. Do both teams right, get a first right. Who's gonna, game are, are by? The Saints gonna... No. No, they don't. Oh, um, I mean, not first game by, first game at home. Yeah. I'm high. So none of this well, shit matters. Better question, better question. If you have one per, uh, one player at, at quarterback to win a playoff game, and I tell you you could have Brock Purdy or Tom Brady. Today's Brady? I'm I would still take a good Brady. Brady. Tom Brady sucks against backup quarterbacks. Has been given throughout. Oh my god, that's bullshit. But I'm just, I'm still not against each time. other. That's not going to be the first matchup. He's already beaten him once this year. I think he could do it again. Well, yeah, I'm taking Tom. Well, Tom, Tom, and the Bucks likely would play the best record wild card team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're playing, and the that would be the Cowboys that they beat. Man, that doesn't set up any better. Oh, man. The greatest of all time. To just add to that resume, boys. You guys know what my son's name is, right? Brayden Hammond. Brayden? Yep. Just so that I didn't name it Brady and I was just that bad. But, yes, Brady is my son, and he's a two-time champ, and he's only 13 years old. He's already... Name is is there? What his <laughs> name is? His name is Brady Hammond, and I, I don't know who I would. I, I, honestly, if I could name him Marino Hammond and his nickname not be Mary, I would have done it. But uh, you know, the thing about kids is you usually you have to do it with a a, a wife slash woman, depending on how brave you are. Um, and uh, I don't think I was gonna get Marino by. <laughs> Even if I snuck it in on the uh, first. <laughs> uh, Brady was about as far as you were probably going to take it. I mean, that's a good name. <laughs> you got to also remember when I was in high school, uh, Cerebral High School 
uh, one of our best uh, athletes to ever come out of the high school I went to was Brandon Hoyt. He was a, a linebacker from Notre Dame. So, you know, de facto, Notre Dame fan, uh, when we scored a touchdown in high school, it was the Notre Dame fight song. So that time, Brady Quinn was also the quarterback, unfortunately, for Notre Dame. Um, but uh, Holy Brady, crap. Brady the GOAT, and I ain't talking about time. So uh, speaking of high school and somewhat college, I think that kid that uh, that pulled the no-show went to my alma mater. Which one yeah. is this? Uh, the kid that uh, the five-star receiver that he no-showed at a signing day event from Miami. Art, do you guys listen? I I listen to myself on your guys' show like almost as soon as it's over. So I love like when when guys get attention. Uh, I'm not saying the guys shouldn't get attention, but I, you know this 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 signing day thing, and then everybody does the same stupid joke with the hats, and then they just have to one up them by putting it further on their head. I mean, the only thing that I like is that Travis Hunter made everybody subscribe to his YouTube channel only to tell them the exact thing that they already knew. Um, you know, I'm the college football analyst, but where I draw the line is, is I'm not reporting where, uh, I'm not reporting where guys that no one's ever heard of before the day that they show up on, on Twitter, where they're, where they're going, because really all that we care about is what the, the, the coaches show their boosters, uh, which is the, how many, how many stars each, each guy got. And then, you know, we can figure out who's who, because, you know, Joe Burrow, had to transfer out of Ohio State because his coaching staff thought that there were better quarterbacks in front of him. Uh, I've seen those other quarterbacks in the NFL. I wouldn't say that they were correct. So, actually, Tran transfer. What? I said that guy's not a receiver. He's a DB. I just saw it right now. Sorry. Oh, got you, got you. Um, I mean that that is good news. I think there's uh. So wait, he, I'm not he a committed. He point. committed, but he no showed the signing event. Yeah, his he no showed his uh signing day. But, uh, the the purpose for me bringing it up, they so it's rumored for him to be going to Colorado with Prime. Oh God! And he's supposed to be like you know, like the five like best corner in the in the nation right now for high school. So if he gets him in Colorado and have him on the other side of Travis Hunter, they kind of got to shut down defense. Well, and that'll be important in the Pac-12. Yeah, big time. That's going to be very interesting. Colorado has gotten a lot of transfer portal guys and a lot of high schoolers very interested in going to Boulder Creek. And you know what? I, you know, for all the things we talk about, uh, Dion, um, you know, it, you, you don't just show up to Jackson State and have them start going undefeated in uh, the HBCU, uh, you know, division and, and think that it has, you know, there, there's no coaching involved. I, I think that, you know, Dion knows that just as important as the scheme, which I think he has assistance to help with, you know, the confidence that he kind of instills in his guys, um, you know, I think that he could potentially do something special. And, you know, as we continue to talk about uh, what Dion's done and, you know, the aftermath of what it meant. Like I said, the last time we talked guys is, you know, that's a, 
that went from a, an all-time bad dad to an all-time great dad move because now we see Shadir Sanders, you know, posts and tweets and little little stupid uh, videos of him throwing the ball to nobody in slow motion. We see those everywhere now, and he's a Division One athlete, um, you know, that's on the radar at least for, you know, scouts in the year that, you know, this year, which he would be eligible. So, you know, uh, he's also bringing uh, he's also bringing the other brother. I saw the other brother brother entered the transfer portal. He's going to Colorado. So, yep, yep. And yep. So Deion Sanders is, is, you know, for me, dad, football dad, he's my idol right now. So I have a, I have a scenario. Do you think the end game is division one football for prime? Or do you think he has further aspirations to possibly be an NFL head coach? He'd shut that down. I think I think what happens between the college and NFL game, especially the coaching, is when you're an uh, a college coach, you're always coaching kids. You're always coaching message. And, you know, one of the reasons why I was able to, you know, sometimes be somewhat on the nose with some of my picks, especially with the upsets, is because, you know, college kids are predictable in how unpredictable they can be or how, you know, the the off the field and the the noise stuff can affect things. And great leaders can change that and can, you know, message that out of programs and you know, you could you you know, you can get a kid to play a little bit above his talent level, all that kind of stuff. Um, in the NFL, those are all now adult professional men who know the game pretty damn well, I'd say, if they're at that level. And the only thing that they follow is not the pomp and circumstance, you know, not not the you know, not the Twitter following, not the 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 attention and and the extra media, because the NFL's not you know, it can't really get bigger than it is already, you know, my opinion. But what I will say is that, you know, what he's shown as a college coach so far is that he's an elite recruiter. He's getting talent to maybe play better than they are. He's getting guys on the same page, and he has those kids believe in. And, uh, you know, the best thing that I saw and why I'm a Coach Prime fan, uh, you know, for real now, because I didn't really like all the Twitter stuff, is that, you know, after the tight end dropped the the touchdown pass, they, they were putting that video out there of what real coaching is. And it's, it's you know, looking a kid, especially for kids, right? And, you know, the NFL is just scheme. And, you know, if you're going to be able to trick the other defensive coordinator, then, you know, you're going to get a promotion head coach and then get fired in three years. But in college, you look a kid in, in, in his face, you know, when his world just like fell out from beneath his fingertips and you say, it's going to be all right, dude, you're, you're going to be fine. And we got your back. And you know, it, it wasn't just you, that cohort kind of thing that's coaching. And that was elite from uh, prime. And, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for him in Colorado because it's definitely an interesting storyline. And I, I, Shit, I I root for Lane Kiffin, and he's an interesting storyline for other reasons. Um, so if I root for that asshole, I'm gonna root for Coach Prime. No, uh, that whole thing there, it just brings a different light to it because I really do think. Because I'm starting to think right now, like, what if he's trying to basically follow his kids into the pros, 
and somehow becomes a head coach somewhere and then drafts both of his sons and then they take over the NFL. I mean, that goes from him being one of the all-time good dads to then the GOAT of all time. If, no. if, if he does that, if, if he's able to somehow figure that out, that's the greatest move of all time. Now, I, I don't think I, – I, I, some of these NFL teams are, are, are thinking, you know, heavy about if, if Jim Harbaugh is actually a, a potential candidate. And he, he, was, he we went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> and they have questions about if he can do it. I, I, think, I think the NFL is going gonna, is gonna to let uh, Dion, um, you know, have, have his fun uh, on the recruiting trail. Well, I mean, I and, think uh, college game day for coaches, though. It, yeah, you can be successful in the in college and not be a great NFL coach, and then be but go back into college and do good. That happened with Nick Saban. He was at LSU. He's doing really well. Went to Miami. Fucking sucked. Now he's created the dynasty, Alabama. I mean, who who was his quarterback for when uh, you know Nick Saban was in Miami? It was it was the washed Dante Culpepper, right? Was it? And maybe Brian Greasy. Yeah, it was. It was not good options. So, look, <laughs> uh, you know, and and they could have got Drew Brees, which was the funny thing. Um, Harbaugh, I think, can either, could be both an NFL or a college coach. I just think right now he. Feels staying at Michigan is probably his. Well, he's the closest he's ever been to being able to just stay at Michigan for the rest of his life. Um, that's maybe a great segue, Jay. Jay, great segue. Because now, if we talk about college football, and I like how we've danced around all these these football topics, they're fun. Maybe we can uh, jump back into the A seven FL on uh, Fox five point two. This uh, silver the Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network, but that's for later. What does that sound like? ESPN 8, the Ocho? Um, it's actually ESPN. Uh, it's Fox 5.2. So um, although ABC owns Fox now, they still, you know, this. I guess they, you know, they want to keep Tucker Carlson insulated so nothing can touch him. Um. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot that he needs to be insulated from, and um, <laughs> as a, a, a hero for for that type of person, Tucker Carlson, um, Fox is going to do everything they can to protect him because, uh, and rightfully so, uh, his you know his uh, fame and uh, you know credibility is always at risk. So as much as they can insulate around that man, um, as he asks his stupid, uh, I almost cursed. I, I'm allowed to curse as he asks his stupid questions. Infer where the curse is. Um, so, and Tucker Carlson is the perfect way to kind of lead into this, uh, college football playoff because, uh, you know, as we were talking about, you know, who and, and why and where, uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. And it may, it, it makes us ask interesting questions like, is TCU deserving? Did they? Not want him to be. I don't know. I'm not going to do a Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. I'm looking at Michigan this. TCU. Is it to me? It's Country K walking up to me 
And Country K, how tall are you? You're 6'10"? Mm-hmm. So if Country K walked up to me in the streets, Country K, Michigan, me, Max Duggan in TCU, looking all cool. And that even fits perfectly because in the A7FL, I get un- undue respect and attention, I guess, because I-, I seem to be a good storyline. So Country K, Michigan, and and this isn't real because me and Country K are also are, like are cool. Like we have no beef. But if, if you put us up to, against each other, Country K would take his huge hands, shove my body into the ground, and then quickly walk on to the next round. And I think um, that's really all we're, we're going to have to say about what that first matchup is going to be. Basically, it would be if me and Country K uh, had a, uh, you know, a, a celebrity deathmatch type of, uh, you know, claymation <laughs> boxing, because I am not doing that for real. You know, there's there's some fake teeth somewhere in here, and I'm not putting them at risk. Not that I'm scared, Country K, but 6'10", I already know I lost with that reach. <laughs> Unless you become an amputee before the fight, and then I'll gladly take you on. <laughs> Hopefully but, not. No, absolutely not. And and I don't want that to happen. We're not speaking that into existence. <laughs> but what we are speaking into existence is that Michigan is 6'10", probably close to 300, and TCU is, is the, the current Corey Hammond. Which is six foot, just don't say a goddamn word. Six foot. I'm six foot. <laughs> 195. Michigan mm. advances. So maybe it's, then we could talk about if Georgia, you know, is going to have any issues with Ohio State. Well, it's turning out to be the storyline that we had talked about. It was going to turn out one of a couple of ways, but it's turning out to be. Setting up a storyline to where now it becomes a question, if it is at all possible that Ohio State can somehow pull it off against Georgia. Right. And like you said, we know Michigan is basically going to dog walk TCU. It's not even going to be close. Right. And it turns into a Michigan-Ohio State national championship game. We... Now, Jim Harbaugh gets Michigan to win the national championship and beat Ohio State twice in one year, one of those times being in the biggest game of the year. They're going to make a statue of that, man. Or, or in, in your scenario, if he loses, then he might get fired. <laughs> what? Listen, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. That that's what That's the matchup that everybody wants to see, right? Period. And 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 let's let's not even say when, but that's the matchup that we want, right? That's the best storyline. Let going. me ask you another question. Damn, am I the am I the college football Tucker Tucker Carl? Oh my god, I am an asshole. You but are. I, at least I try. At least I try. At least I try. <laughs> You're not that big an asshole. Yeah, Tucker Carlson <laughs> tries the other way. Let me ask what? you a question. That's the matchup we want to see. And the question I ask you is if you had to say which team was better, TCU or Ohio State, what which would you probably feel was the better team? I don't think it's a question. I think it's more Ohio State for sure. So then why isn't that the first semifinal matchup and a guaranteed must-watch game? When we're already, when I basically told you that TCU is Corey Hammond stepping up to Country K. 
See? I don't know why we avoided potentially the greatest semifinal matchup of all time in hype because we wanted to maybe have it for a national championship when we know that Georgia is going to murder Ohio State, in my opinion. Now, it could go the other way. And I would say that C.J. Stroud is a more talented quarterback than Stetson Bennett. But I would say that the Georgia Bulldogs have proven time and time again that there's not one weakness in their team that any of these other three should be able to easily exploit. And the only way that you're going to be able to take them down is if you can stand up toe to toe with them because they have a six foot ten, you know, uh, 270 uh, pound freshman tight end. Now he's six, seven. I just added three inches. But if he Mm. played basketball, he'd definitely be six, ten. But that's the that's the championship matchup I see, because what Michigan proved to me after I doubted them is that their offensive line is the real deal, that their offensive line can block NFL defensive linemen. And I don't think that what we saw from Ohio State is that NFL defensive linemen are going to get stopped and keep them from getting to C.J. Stroud causing pressure and potentially mistakes, even though the wide receiving core is so elite, it's dangerous. Well, I look, I look at it this way. So let's look at it in t- of the sense of we think <clears throat> Georgia's going to go through Ohio State and, and win. Does Michigan stand a chance against a team like Georgia? I think that more – what should I do? Because if I say out loud that I still don't believe in Michigan, maybe they'll continue to dominate on the offensive line to prove me wrong, which is kind of what I want. Or should I just say that I finally now believe for the first time um, since uh, losing money uh, when Hart, (coughs) Henny, and uh, Heartline were all uh, names in the Ohio State and Michigan rivalry that I actually trust a big team, a, excuse me, a Big Ten team in the trenches against an SEC team. Look, man. Because it's been since like the 2000s and I was wrong then. <laughs> yeah, but you got you to gotta understand. I, 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 I hear where you're coming from, but like I told you several weeks ago, Khaki pants went in the chip. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want. So what I'm asking, Country K, since that's what I want, should I continue to publicly on your show say that I don't I don't believe in Michigan? Because how that's superstitious when, are you? I'm sorry, but how superstitious are you? I mean, I don't ever step on the sideline when I jump into a game. Okay. Now, I, I, this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say. I've never believed more in a Big Ten trench warfare than I do in this Michigan team after seeing what they did to Ohio State with their backup running back because their offensive line won them the game. Yeah. And I, I've always been a Jim Harbaugh fan. I've always rooted for the khakis against the, uh, let's say, the the convenient heart attack. And although, the, you know, the convenient heart attack seemed to always get the khaki guy every single time. Thank God another convenient heart attack took place and he's finally out of there and hopefully not coming back. Well, that's a lie. 
we're going to see his slimy face show up sooner or later, whether it's in the coverage. Ah, that's the Tucker Carlson of college football. There you go. <laughs> so I'm rooting for khakis. I'm, I'm, I might, I might, I might go to Walmart and buy khakis. I might seize the fucking day every day until then. Fuck it. Uh, you know, I'll even wear those ugly ass glasses and stand like this all the time. J- Jim Harbaugh will be the biggest in Halloween out there in Michigan. Man, you were talking about getting Matt Ryan tattoos. There's, <laughs> there's going to be some fucking Jim Harbaugh doing that. You know, you know that lady meme where she's like looking, but that, but Jim Harbaugh is doing that on the sideline every fucking Saturday. You guys know the meme. Yep, you right. know the meme. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. People are going to get like, that tatted on them, and that also will be a mistake. It's like he's crowning. But it's oh, oh. <laughs> And indeed, he will be wearing the crown in mid-January. But yeah, I, I'm seriously think y'all underestimate how many tattoos are already placed whenever uh, he beat Ohio State this year. Yeah. And if and if you're a Michigan fan and you live in Jersey and you don't want to get your ass tatted, hit up hit up at Jess Ham Tattoos. Come to the Rorschach Art Gallery. And get yourself a fine Jim Harbaugh crowning tattoo. And I'll explain that. Um, yeah, her face. <laughs> I, I finally have the headphones because now we're doing the uh, we're, we're uh, broadcasting the A7FL Nevada Fall on Fox 5.2 and the uh, Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network. And me and my partners in crime are broadcasting. So now I actually have this headset. So my wife doesn't hear you guys and isn't laughing at me as much as, as she usually does because you guys are able to make fun of me easily because I'm an easy target. Um, <laughs> All she hears is you saying Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh crowning tattoo. And yeah. yeah keywords, keywords are like the worst when you're eavesdropping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if 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 we dropped out of nowhere, or or if DJ Madsticks came on at the exact moment that you said Jim Harbaugh looks like he's crowning, <laughs> I think he would just I think he would just do this. He'd just like, hmm. all right, yep, yep. <laughs> all right, DJ Madsticks, and uh, how was that Jets win? Oh man, how's that Jets pick looking, DJ Madsticks? Mm. He, might, he should oh, probably yeah. should have gotten Detroit. Probably should have been a Lions fan. I mean, what's funny is is that every every football guy's favorite coach is Dan Campbell for a good reason. And, yeah. You know, Jared Goff, everybody wrote, wrote him off just like they wrote off Geno Smith, just like they're writing off uh, Baker Mayfield. Look at him. Lacking, lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's mm-hmm. close enough. It's a, it's like it's like the five second rule with food, right? If I say Baker Mayfield and, and there five seconds go by, yep, not doing the job. I just said it again. And you Man, you it. Shit. Oh, there it is. All right, just realized it. Yep. <laughs> <More time. laughs> that honestly, I, yo, that, that's one of my favorite games when we come on the show. Is 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 the is the number six from Oklahoma game? Um, Man, and I'm not gonna say it. Shit. I guess oh no, he's camper. any any description of him. 
He's going to press it. He's gonna so, so Heisman winning DB Make for uh, exactly because I didn't mean defensive back. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite football jokes. Um, so playoffs comes down to this, guys. Semifinals, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be some Country K's versus some Corey Hammonds, and then it's all about khakis. It's all about khakis, and. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're that's, that's what I want to see. So we are are we going on record saying that our the the choice of who we want to win the national championship is Michigan? Oh, who I think, we is want. That safe? I think who we want absolutely um is Michigan. Uh if anybody wants TCU, it's because they also are are like go to vote every November and, and literally just fill in a circle and then right next to it, write anarchy. Um, mm. So if you want TCU to win, <laughs> and let me just give you a sneak preview. My wife is working on the Hus Hus design and it's looking, ah, oh, you can't see it. Oh, no, that's not happening. Uh, that's good. That's good TV and uh, video right there showing, uh, showing an unseeable thing to the camera. Hey guys, check this out. I'm old now. Boom. Uh, I'll never live that down and my kids see that or this, I guess. That's why I never let them watch this one. Nope. <laughs> but we're so looking at it in in that sense, the bowl season so far has been uh interesting. It was uh beaten pretty badly by Eastern Michigan. Uh we're going into now this weekend. So next weekend is the start of the playoff. Yes. Yes. And then usually uh, it's going to, I think it's going to fall because they're going to probably do it the third, fourth. I got to look at it. Um, I got four, I got four kids now. Now everybody jokes that I got like 9,000. I got four kids, which is still a lot. So this Christmas week, you know, I'm not looking at college football, unfortunately, guys. Sorry. Um, I'm very prepared for the show. That's why uh, that's why I'm leaning on just general general takes and uh, you know going into my my usual Jets talk. But seriously, the you know the the semifinals. I think um, what what the what the what the 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 college football playoff has done for me is it's almost taken some of the luster out of the bowl games. Um, you know, you obviously see things like you know. Uh, it was Frank Gore Jr. running for almost 300 yards. You see Florida kicking a field goal at the end of a game just to make sure they don't get shut out. Um, That's sad. You see things, right? Um, but, you know, but college football to me, um, at least for me this season, has been more about it's been more about the adjustment to college football just now officially being professional and all of these, you know, all these outlets still giving it to us as if it's amateur. And then we're not seeing kids go to bowl games and play We're we're not seeing kids uh, stick, stick with a, a school for more than basically a semester at times entering transfer portals looking, you know, and, and, and these, these five-star quarterbacks now are just doing this carousel. So, you know, finding guys that are going to be the, the, the Stetson Bennett's moving forward is going to be more and more rare because, 
yeah, you can transfer here and there, but you know, so I think uh, for me, college football, it, it's now it's real too, because my son's going to be a freshman. Um, he's six foot, uh, 165 pounds, two time, uh, you know, two time youth football champion. And uh, you know, obviously as a, as a quarterback dad, he, He's got some polish to him. I think we got to work on him. But what's funny is, is um, my son had a 98-yard quarterback sneak this year, so he's got speed too. So, <laughs> holy shit! Um, well, I called. I I'm the I call all the plays. So I called quarterback sneak at the two, just get the breathing room, and the defense wasn't prepared. So as soon as he got past the second level, because they, you know, he caught him unaware. Mm. You know, he was just faster than everybody, and at a pop warner, the speed differential is is a lot more. So nobody was getting an angle on him, and 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 it was like, all right, I'll pat myself on the back for a quarterback sneak <laughs> touchdown call. Yeah, holy shit! Next time That's... it's third and third and thirty, we'll call quarterback sneak. We'll we'll convert. Yep, That's how it works. Always how it works. You got to keep going for it on fourth down. It's 50-50 chance, no matter what. So you guys don't – you guys would not get the uh, the Las Vegas uh, regional television, would you? Uh, not a regional television, no. Yeah, so um, Depends. I got obviously as a guy from Jersey and I'm calling well, the actually, games. Yeah, you do. He has a black – he has a – he has a magical box that has like Aladdin. There you go. In that there you go. So you know, for 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 Jay and all the fans in the uh, greater Nevada area that get that Fox five point two, um, you know, just kind of cap my little appearance, and then I'll let you guys do your pro picks because I don't want to be any part of picks anymore. Um, my record's too good. I'm a retire on top from that. Uh, <laughs> I, I play football every year, tackle no pads. Uh, you know, since I was uh, twenty six. And I'm going to be 36 next year. So um, I should quit at the top in one thing in my life. And it'll be for uh, picks at least for uh, the year of 2022. We'll do some more picks um, maybe in 23, I'm sure. But uh, A7FL Nevada, guys. Nevada, excuse me. They don't like when I say, ah, I mean, uh, no, no, whatever. They have their fall going on. And, you know, I know you guys enjoy our league, but what's interesting is to see a new division kind of like really get into the 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 rivalries within the state because uh, Derek Duncan, who is the owner out there of the division and runs the division, you know, set up in the inaugural year more of a kumbaya type of thing where everybody was trying to help everybody else out to help grow the league and all that. And now six teams of the eight that we'll see in in the spring are fighting it out and talking very spicily. Um, And and some of the rivalries are starting to build out there. So, um, you know, it's interesting if you guys listen to the three on one podcast, um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the um, manufactured beefs that we started because I can't help but get people to either talk shit about other people or uh, answer my direct shit talk to them. Um, And it's coming to fruition in a great way. Uh, One of the guys that's down on the field, Chris Vera, the commissioner of the uh, Nevada division was saying that the, 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 the shit talk was so aggressive and, and, and good 
that not only would it have cost the league $300,000 uh, if it was aired on Fox, so thank God it wasn't, um, if it was somehow able to get picked up by, you know, let's say a, 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 an HBO or a cable that would allow cursing, it would get great ratings. So um, me, Matt, and Rob are, are once again in the booth with our normal antics, uh, a tight end named Pat Nixon scored a touchdown and Matt Ryan pulled out his Richard Nixon impersonation and it was a fantastic. And then I think you guys will enjoy this. Um, uh, some of the guys were giving themselves nicknames and not necessarily performing. And, uh, Oh God, you know, my, my roast game is mediocre out of my mouth, but I'm also, uh, you know, a, a, a false humble guy. And, one guy said that his name was going to be Lit Nuke. And his name was Daquan Brown, which is interesting for in a second. So uh, since Lit Nuke couldn't get it going, uh, he is now Lit Fluke until otherwise notified. Mm. But, but I think the worst thing for my guy is that his brother, Daquan Brown, and they both play the same type of position, same style of player, um, got one of those three-on-ones and he almost brought it back. It was, you know, Rob was getting in the hus-husses because the guy was, you know, making some plays. So Daquan, when you list the top five Brown brothers of all time, it's Daquan, 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 Daquan. And then to top it all off, guys, there was a guy on the team over the top, which they struggled, guys. They struggled. They're quarterbacks. And I, I asked the question, and I'll ask you guys this. Um, here's here's a ri the riddle of the Sphinx in football. If you have three quarterbacks, gentlemen, how many quarterbacks do you have? None. Look at my wife. She knows. <laughs> she also listens to me re-listen to myself talking, and she probably heard me say that on my phone as I was watching it again. Um, but she's also very smart and laughing at my self-deprecating joke. But if you have three quarterbacks, guys, you have zero. And the three quarterbacks for the over-the-top threw uh, combined five interceptions to the pit bosses. And one of those guys was telling everyone that his nickname was Crown. And as it was the third game in a long day, I was feeling a little, I guess, uh, you know, grumpy about nicknames. And uh, instead of crown, I was going with every other thing that you can wear on your head. And I nearly broke the broadcast when I called him very casually. I said, you know, and if, uh, you know, if dirty headband is going to be running it to the why And then everybody started dying. And I said, I was like, what? <laughs> what? And, uh, they're allowing us back January 8th. So um, not only are we having our usual fun, uh, but I, th I would say it's even more fun because it's it's new guys. Um, it's 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 new, fresh opportunities and first impressions. And, uh, you know, A7F football, A7FL football does not disappoint one way or another. We had two clunker games where blowouts where we saw absolutely spectacular plays. And we saw a game come down to the wire 39 to 36. And one of the guys was the quarterback for the gold, the Vegas gold. Um, his name is Gregory Smith, which is pretty mundane. But his nickname is Snoop. And for good reason, 
And guys, you might be proud of me, but listen to this call. I, when he ran in a touchdown from about 12 yards out, he was playing the kryptonite, and I said, and that's Snoop running it in. He had some green in front of him, and he broke it up, roll it up, touchdown gold. And uh, Matt did me one better by saying that when they sacked Snoop, that the kryptonite hit that Snoop pack and got and lit it up or some something. It was some weed reference, but I was I was absolute I was actually clapping um, because it was such a great call. So so not only will you get the great football guys, but if you like the characters that my, my wife so accurately captured. In this beautiful three-on-one A7FL shirt coming to the tinyurl.com backslash A7FL merch store in the new year. Um, or if you just watch this 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 podcast and find yourself every, every so often chuckling along with these guys at my stupidity, I guarantee you'll like our broadcast as well. Every time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> once again. The great Corey Hammond, quarterback of the Snow Tribe. And three-on-one podcast co-host and announcer slash QB extraordinaire. Appreciate you, my friend. We'll talk to you next time. And let me just say, in this holiday season, happy holidays, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And, uh, you know, the, the gift of myself or 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 the coal in your stocking of myself um to all the 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 jaffo army um i also feel like this uh this new uh relationship that we're building and you continue to allow me to um you know put your show in jeopardy with all the ridiculous statements that i make constantly um i'm thankful and uh you have given me the gift of the ability to you know gas bag as much as possible as much as a human can and uh for for two guys that have their own great takes that when i get off i can actually listen to because i can't stop talking if i am on air um you know merry christmas again happy holidays and uh same. see you guys in a new year oh, yeah. same same Jaffa army yeah you already fucking schnell <laughs> oh shit um i mean for those of you who have been with us for quite some time and have uh, been fortunate enough to hear Corey speak, um, <laughs> like you said, he has some takes that are just, wow, wild. <laughs> but uh, it is entertaining. I, when he says jeopardize, he's not jeopardizing anything. You know, what we have here is authentic, fun. Everyone gets to be themselves. We get to talk mad shit about everything that we love sports. So, hey, love it either way. Um, going into the picks, the Jets lost to the Lions. Lions are still in the hunt. Now we're coming into the Saturday and Sunday games for the next two weeks. Hey, do you happen to have in front of you the picks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
First game on Saturday, uh, the Bills at Chicago. Why does a part of me think Chicago is going to win? Because the Bills choke all the time. I think the Bills are going to win. Like, a part of me thinks the the Bears are going to win, but I'm like, "Mm -hmm." The Bears suck, so I'm picking the Bills. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills, too. What's the next one we got? You're muted. Can you, are you, can you hear me now? Now I can hear you, yes. All right. I accidentally clicked mute and my shit's lagging over here. So, But uh, <clears throat> it's the Aints versus the Browns. Ugh. Yep. Um, I'm going to touch a feely. In Cleveland? Yeah. I'm going with touchy feely. That's what you're calling him now. Oh, uh, I mean, I can't think of shit else. I'm pretty fucking high right now. Oh, man, you rest yeah, you, sound like a, you sound like a whole fucking robot, dude. Like you don't sound like like a like a a. Uh, uh, Keep it going. You don't sound like a combined organism. You sound like a full robot. So yeah, so hi guys, back again. Here, my friend. Welcome. It's just me, and it's my thoughts. And I personally think that <clears throat> there we go. The Bucks are gonna get into the playoffs, and we're gonna oh, do God. some damage. This is what you're talking about. Yeah, because that's what I feel right now. I feel like we're going to get into the playoffs and we're going to do some damage. I don't know how much damage, but we're going to do some damage. <clears throat> so, but yeah, like we're, yeah, no, say, say whatever you want. Say whatever <laughs> you want. But Tom Brady in the playoffs becomes a different animal. And that's been proven for 22 years. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, what was it, the, the Browns and the Aints in Cleveland? That's exactly what happened, sir. I picked the uh, – I'm picking the Saints. Yeah, I know. You couldn't, couldn't figure any so how to do it, huh? So, um, I got the Texans and the Titans. Texans and Titans. Yeah. Hmm. And they're in Nashville. Wow. Houston sucks. They're a fighting spirit. They're just losing games, but they're a fighting spirit over there, man. Um, and they just won, now that I think about it. I mean, they almost beat the Cowboys. And then they just beat, uh, they just beat somebody. No, they lost. They lost? Yeah. Oh no, they beat y'all early this year. That's what it was. That was way early. 
Yeah. <laughs> the only win of the year. Hey, man, you said they suck. They do. I know. I just wanted to throw that out there. I know. I know what you're getting at. <laughs> so, I don't know you. Come on now. Hey, man, so I'm going I'm to pick the damn uh, – I'm going to pick the Titans just because. Yep. It's a good pick. Go with Titans. Um, Seahawks versus Chiefs. And they're in Kansas City. Chiefs. Seahawks. The Chiefs. Pro Pro Bowler Geno? Yeah, no. Chiefs suspect as fuck. All right. Uh, Giants versus Vikings in Minnesota. Vikings. Danny Dimes. Vikings suspect as fuck, too. You got uh, the Bengals versus the Patriots in New England, though. Bengals. I said in New England, though. Bengals. Yeah, I'm still picking the same thing. I just thought I was going to sway your pick. Um... (laughs) Yeah, Joy be the God. That's where we're going. Um, Lions versus the Panthers in Carolina. <coughs> Lions ver- Wait, who just played on Thursday? Uh, the Jets versus the um, the um, fuck. Who just beat the shot? Jets. Um, the Jaguars. Oh, it's Jets and the Jaguars. Yeah. Oh, why did I think it was the Lions? I don't know. Couldn't call it. But no, nah, Etienne out there almost fumbling all the goddamn time. Okay. So, uh, sorry, it was Detroit and who? Uh, the Panthers in Carolina. Oh, Detroit's winning now. Yeah, I'm saying the same. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons versus the Ravens. And Lamar is back, so. Falcons versus the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, Ravens. Yeah, I'm going ahead and pick I think even, the with, even with Huntley in there. I'll be honest with you, these last two games, I kind of need, need the Lions to win. Kind of need them boys to win. Fuck it. Have them win. Do it. You know what I'm saying? The they Ravens. Plus, they're in the hunt, too. They can make the playoffs for the first time in a long ass time. Which I'm cool with. Go ahead. Put them in there. Put them in there. Do it. Then you got y'all versus the dang on uh, Commanders, and they're in Levi's shitty ass stadium. I'll take us. Come on. Not a not a hairy chance of hell I'm picking y'all. I'm going goddamn. <laughs> I'm going my boy uh Taylor Heineke. Shit. The fuck you talking about, man? This not man. a hairy chance in hell. <laughs> nah. And that that's that's Saturday? That's Saturday's game. God damn, that's a lot of games on Saturday. What's on Sunday? You're still not on Sunday yet. That's what I'm saying. What's what's on Sunday now? Shit, it's it's some game, it's Christmas games. It's three games on Christmas. Oh, shit. Which one? What do we got? Well, we're still on Saturday. I'm still got two games left. Oh, shit. God, That's why I said I wasn't done. That's why I was telling you. Yeah, so you got uh, after that, uh, y'all in the commanders, you got the Eagles versus Cowboys. Ooh, 
Jalen might not be playing. It might be Uncle Rico. It's not. It's not. Might be. It's definite. Uncle Rico's playing. Still giving it to Uncle Rico and the Eagles. Me too. I'm going giving the Eagles the sweep. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Let's go, Uncle Rico. Let's go and throw it over the fucking mountains, my friend. What's the next game we got? So I kind of know where you're picking, but you got the Raiders versus Steelers. Steelers. Yep, knew you were doing that. Oh, man. Both sides of the fence. Go on, get it over with. Nah, it's both sides of the fence because I like talking shit. I like talking shit to you. You just like saying the fucking word no it's not just that it's like my old roommate he's a Steelers fan and I hate picking his team you know what I'm saying but I like Najee Harris but I hate Josh McDaniels especially as a head coach so So, there you go you've made your pick nah I'm still picking the Raiders yeah I know I know I know yes sir we're gonna go ahead and pick them just simply because I feel like Devontae is going to goddamn have Minka on one. Basically, Minka distracted the whole goddamn game. Why do I feel like Minka's going to blow his ass up? Yeah, I feel like I feel like Josh Jacobs is going to go off. I don't yeah, know. Actually, you, actually, I might be. I might be. Nah, I might need to pick the Steelers for real, though. Because I forgot TJ. Um, uh, yeah, TJ back. It doesn't even matter who's playing. The Raiders suck. Yeah. You always pick against the Raiders. They got the same record. We're gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Raiders. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with my pick. What's the next one? <laughs> so, uh, first game on Sunday, you got the Packers versus the Fans. Ooh. In Miami. In Miami. Miami. Aaron Rodgers is about to get his ass kicked on Christmas. On Christmas is that damn show going to be a gift for me. I'm going to start my day off very pleasant. <laughs> very pleasant. I don't give a shit if it's Tyreek. Very pleased with the Dolphins whooping the five fuck out of the Packers. Holy shit. I'm telling you, the Reverend going to be summoned by halftime. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to get vicious. It's going to get vicious out there. Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there cussing. He might quit like old boy did for the fucking Bills back in the gap. <laughs> oh, shit. Aaron Rodgers is going to walk off on the damn <laughs> It might be 50 0 by halftime. halftime. Bro, it might be 50 0 by halftime. That shit going to get ran up so fast. They have no DBs. Right if, you up, think King, if you think King can guard either one of them boys, y'all crazy. Right he better up, guard Gasecki. King better guard Gasecki, and that's their best DB. All bad. All bad. King can't even guard Chris Godwin on my team, and neither one, And Chris Godwin is not running the motherfucker 4 3. It's not. It's over. What do we got next? Oh, shit. Get your button ready. Uh-oh. You got the Broncos versus the Rams. Man, you rest in shit. They both got the same record. 
Yeah, I know the Broncos suck, but I know who's on the other team. Make you rest in shit. So, uh, pick the Broncos. <laughs> I play with them. And one reason only. We can move on to the next one. (laughs) Make you rest in shit. Oh, God. All right. Then you got my Bucks versus the Cardinals as the night game in Arizona. Yep, you might well go and say it. I knew this day was coming. Yep. Bucks. Yes, sir. Consensus on that one. Then the Monday night game. Um, what as I relight this uh very large and beautifully rolled. Uh, <clears throat> you got the Chargers versus the Colts. Disgusting. I'm about to throw my phone. That's the Monday night game, bro. Well, definitely uh, picking the Chargers on this one. I can't trust the Colts. I can't trust Matt Ryan. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I don't know about the last part. I feel like you can coach with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan probably be the greatest fucking offensive coach. Matt Ryan might be the greatest offensive coach since offensive coaches were a thing. I promise you. What? Think about it. He knows how to fucking lose. He remembers. He sees that shit in his dreams every fucking night, bro. He knows exactly what the fuck happened, bro. He sees that, bro, is no absolutely positive. Exactly. And that is the greatest fucking teacher for every single person. Every single person in this fucking world has emotional damage that has taught them more than any motherfucking thing (laughs) has taught them. Matt Ryan could probably teach anybody anything as far as offensive fucking football. Fucking terrible. Just don't put him in at quarterback. Oh, no, no, no. I said teach. Yeah, exactly. Teach. Teach is from the sidelines or the booth, my guy. That's where we got you at now. We can give you a nice this. You can be the Tony Romo of coaching. Tony Romo of coaching. Are you saying Tony Romo is good in the booth? Yeah, he's good out to begin with, but you don't really know how good he's going to become because you still got things like Al Michaels, John Madden, you know what I'm saying? You got you got people above Tony Romo in broadcasting, so you don't really know where he's going to go, but Tony Romo came out the gate good as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, 
So who do you, so who do you got? You got the Chargers or the Colts? Oh no, yeah, I'm picking the Florida Oasis. I'm picking the Chargers. Like damn near all the defensive players on the fucking Chargers are from Florida. Did not know that until I watch uh Hot Ones. The Chargers did Hot Ones. Have you ever seen Hot Ones? No. So Hot Ones is a internet show from First We Feast. Um, not really oh, promoting these Hot Ones. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you're. Uh, I thought you were talking about something else. I didn't know you were talking about the the Hot Wings. Yeah, the Chargers did okay. that shit. And they did two at a time. They did the dipper, uh, the dab or dare. You know that one? It's like three wings or whatever the fuck. But like all of them are super fucking hot. So they did two at a time. They did uh, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Both of them motherfuckers from Florida. Uh, I, I mean, they did a bunch of them, bro. I'm not going to go into pairs and all that shit. But I feel like those are the two big names. You probably should just stop at fuck that. They did Eckler and, <laughs> and other people. But fuck it. Derwin James and somebody else. Uh, and then well, well, they did Eckler as well, but I don't remember where Eckler's from. But I definitely said defense, so. Yeah, so that's offense. Anyways. Yeah, shitty uh, Monday night game. Uh, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, we really do hope that uh, you guys have a great uh, holiday weekend uh, with you and yours. I hope everybody gets exactly what they wanted. Uh, hope everyone who gets what they wanted deserves what they get. So many of you deserve coal. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> but that's whether or not you believe in Santa Claus. If you're a child, earmuffs. It's not Santa Claus. Um, let's see. Holiday week. So what are the, I want to acknowledge the, the, the holidays there's christmas obviously there's hanukkah there's kwanzaa um if i'm missing any okay do you happen to know i'm gonna be all the way honest with you dog this is probably something you should have wrote down way before the show probably you asking a guy that's extremely high and currently still smoking do i know holidays right now fam <laughs> 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 noted got it uh happy holidays everybody to you and yours we appreciate you guys uh cory hammond appreciate him happy holidays to him and his family uh once again appreciate you guys for hanging out with us we will see you guys next wednesday hopefully uh with mad sticks on the show um and then we'll be able to talk then friday about you know the new year's coming in uh got a lot of things coming up uh more and more will start to come out so keep uh, updated on all of the social medias you guys have seen it down here at the scroller the entire time uh so go check everything out uh for myself jp for uh the 610 beast from the southeast mr country k all pro droppers hold on one thing one thing one important thing all right so for since it's the holiday season and we're feeling very well, I'm feeling very festive. You know what I'm saying? I want you guys to make sure that you comment below, right? That you want the I want my wash the ass package. And make sure you put the fucking soap emoji next to it. And we'll we'll send out a wash your ass package, a complimentary rag, and a complimentary bar of soap. So you can wash your ass. The water will not be provided. You can go to your local water fountain. 
but you no. Have don't be to... telling people to go to water fountains and do... no, 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 no. We're not. No, we're not telling go... people to go to water fountains. A... All, right, so, all right, so all right, all right, all right, all right. Get a, get a bottle of water and get <laughs> go to the restroom. And get in the stall. Wash your ass, fam. Go to a nice, secure place. Go deep in the fucking woods. Go home and shower. How about that? Wash your. They don't have a home, fam. What if they don't have a home? There's some people that have cell phones and no homes. Find a creek, dip your ass in it. Don't pollute the fucking water. That's why I told them get a bottle of water and go deep in the forest. Wash your ass, air dry. You can just sit out there, air dry. Nobody's out there. If you can wash your ass, you can most definitely air dry. <laughs> the only thing we provide is the rag and the bar soap. So oh. make sure you comment below on whatever you see this on. Comment, like yeah. the video. Make sure you put, I want my wash the ass challenge. I mean, package, not challenge, package. Fuck, do not make it a challenge. We do not want to see you wash your ass. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right, jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll see you. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you later. Deuces. <laughs> Aloha.